Hello, and welcome to Buffy the Gilmore Slayer. I'm Brian Morris. I'm Stacey Kulo, and we're both comedians. And a couple. And I've never seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Which is a show that I love, but I've never seen Gilmore Girls, one of Stacey's favorite shows. So we're watching both shows together, all seven seasons, comparing them as we go. And you're about to listen to the first ever episode of Buffy the Gilmore Slayer, the pilot. Yeah, thanks so much for finding our podcast. We're actually recording this message from the future because our podcast has come such a long way since this first little baby episode. Yeah, Stacey and I both went into this literally knowing nothing about each other's shows. And literally nothing about producing a podcast. So throughout the first few episodes, we're still figuring things out audio-wise, especially this first episode. But now we know a lot about each other's shows. And a lot about podcasting. I'm sure there's more to learn, but I think now, in the future, our audio sounds great. Me too. So don't let the audio from this first episode sway you. We get way better at it. Yeah, we have a good time. So now, without any further ado, our very first episode. Thanks for listening. Enjoy. Welcome to the first episode of Buffy the Gilmore Slayer. I'm Brian Morris. And I'm Stacey Kulo. And we're a couple. Of comedians. And we are currently in New York City, but we're from Wisconsin. We fell in love doing improv like all white couples do. We moved to New York to pursue comedy. It was going good for a while until... Corona. Yeah, so we're dealing with that, but um, we decided to finally get to working on our podcast, which we've wanted to do forever. Oh, yeah. Uh, should, we, should we tell them a little bit about what we're going to be doing? Yeah. Stacy has never seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer, a show that I love. And Brian has never seen Gilmore Girls, a show that I love. But we love each other. So we're going to watch and dissect both shows together. Back to back, every week. One episode of Buffy. And then one episode of Gilmore Girls. And we'll figure out which show is better. Yeah, so that's, that's going to be the show. Great. So, Brian, you watched Buffy when it was on TV? Yes. I watched Buffy in my youth when it was on television, yeah. And you liked it? Loved it. It defined my life. I loved that show. It was my favorite show. Did you, like, sit down and watch it every week? Yeah. Could not miss it. Start to finish? Start to finish. Did you catch the pilot? No, I guess that's not 100% true. So the first season, I caught it in reruns about halfway through, and I was like, oh, this show's great. And then I caught up, and the second season started, and then I was just hooked and down until the end. So it's good. Yeah, it's great. I mean, people say that, but I never was interested, I guess. I mean, I'm sure we're going to find things that didn't age well, Mm -hmm. and also just like weird, particular things about the 90s and 2000s that were funny, but I think it holds up, yeah. All right. And what about you? Did you like the Gilmore Girls? Yeah, um, I'm trying to think where I came in. I think... Well, it aired on the WB in the early 2000s. But then I think they started playing it in reruns on like ABC Family or something, maybe when I was in college. So I would kind of watch those like between classes. And then I caught up by like the time the final season aired. So that was maybe the only season I watched live. I didn't watch it when it was on. Because you were still catching up. I just don't think I tuned in when it aired in like 2000. I was still watching like Boy Meets World, which is a whole other podcast we could do if you yeah. want. But you caught up in the span of like one off season to catch up to the final? Um, It might have been like multiple years because I think I was still in college when season seven aired. Mm-hmm. Maybe like over two or three years I saw most of the older ones. Got it. We tried to do this once before. Yes. I don't know if we were going to actually sit down and watch the whole thing, but we did pilot swap. We both, maybe like six years ago, maybe more, watched the pilot of each of these. Right. And I feel like we didn't enjoy either of them. Yeah, I don't really remember anything from the Gilmore Girls pilot. 
Yeah, I guess I don't remember a ton of Buffy either. But I feel like neither of us were impressed, and both of us were like, it gets so much better. Yeah. Don't worry, it'll be good. Do you think I'm going to like the Gilmore Girls? Do I, you honestly think that I honestly will like the Gilmore Girls? I am not 100% sure, but I do think you will. I do think you will, because we, um, we do watch Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which you like a lot. Yeah. And it's it's made by the same people. Yeah. It's a very similar style show as far as like the dialogue, the pop culture references. You'll see. Mm-hmm. Do you think I'll like Buffy? Oh, yeah. Why? Because it's great. Okay. It seems like a boy show. It's not, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a boy show. In fact, I would say that most of the viewership, I don't know if this is true. I would assume most of the viewership would be women. Just that was my experience growing up in high school. Maybe just guys didn't admit that they were watching it. Or maybe it was just guys my age didn't watch it. It was mostly me talking to other women oh. about how great the show was. Yeah, I feel like Gilmore Girls definitely is targeted more towards women. But I do know that guys like it. So it is probably a girl show, but I think you'll like it. Yeah, well, I have crossed that line several times and liked all kinds of things that were meant for, for women. Like tampons? Yep, love them. <laughs> Favorite combs, brushes. You think combs are for women only? Well, you've seen my hair. <laughs> okay, so now that we've got them caught up on what's about to happen to them, we're going to pause and we're going to go watch the first episode of both shows and come back and tell you what we think. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Ready? Set. Break. Break. And we're watching, and we're watching, and we're watching. Holy moly. Oh my gosh. Did you see that? We just watched Buffy. We just watched the pilot episode, Welcome to Hellmouth. Stacey, can you tell us what happened in this episode? I would love to try. Okay, so it, it's Buffy's first day at a new school. Hold up. First off, night before, some lady and a man were in the school. I assume they're like teenagers. They seem old because it's the 90s. Everyone looks like they're 30. But the lady was a vampire and she bit the man. That's that's day one of the show. Day one of the pilot, yeah. So then the next day, Buffy shows up. It's her first day at the school. She has a meeting with the principal, Mr. Flutie. And he's all like, I'm the cool principal. He doesn't look like a cool principal. Like he's not like sitting on a chair backwards. But he's acting like things are cool here and he rips up her history and then he takes a closer look at it and realizes she's maybe a criminal of some sort, like an arsonist. And then he slowly tapes her her record back together. And she's like, things are going to be different. Meanwhile, we meet Allison Hannigan. She seems not very cool. That's her name in the show. Yeah, I think it's Willow. You're right. And then there's this other girl named Chrysanthemum. Her real name is like Charisma. Yeah. What's her character name? Cordelia. Okay. So Cordelia is like, don't hang out with Allison Hannigan. She's not cool. If you want to be cool, stick with me. And Buffy's like, "Mm, we'll see. So Buffy meets the librarian who has a whole deal, I'm sure. He seems like he's there for some reason. He's like, you're looking for books? What about this vampire book? And she's like, whoa, you don't know me, but I think he does because there's no reason he would have known that otherwise. So then Cordelia invites Buffy to the town club where all the teens go to hang out. I don't think that's a thing in real life. No, I don't think it is. Maybe somewhere. Club owners don't want teens there. Teens are awful. Restaurants don't want teens. Well, in this town, and in most towns that television shows are based off of, apparently everybody who's in high school looks to be about 23, 24, so... I guess. She meets Xander, who doesn't seem that dorky to me, but I think the show is leading us to believe that he's also a bit of an outcast. Uh, She doesn't seem too interested in being popular. She just wants like a regular teenage experience. But she goes to the party, the print, the, not the principal, the, the librarian has followed her there, and he's like, which one of these are vampires? She's like, Is that your idea of a British accent? Was it not? <laughs> he's got like a creepy vibe to it. Okay. 
He asked her which one of those were vampires. She's like, that one with the weird clothes. She had just told Allison Hannigan to, like, not be such a crybaby and try talking to dudes. So, of course, she picked the vampire to talk to. Buffy goes to try to save her. It's too late. He's taken her to a mausoleum? Is that what those are called? Yeah. Where Blondie from the beginning shows up. She's also stolen one of our high school friends and has bitten him. Meanwhile, we see below ground, below the school, there's some kind of vampire den. Mm-hmm. which is the titular Hellmouth, I think. And it, it seems like something's about to happen in this town, right? Like there's there's vampires are brewing. This is beginning of a big old vampire saga, which I assume the show promises that in the, the title. There's actually no vampires in the show wow. after the first episode. <laughs> okay. Oh, on her way to the club, she comes across a mysterious man in an alley who we maybe think is a vampire, but then he's just like there to warn her about vampires. She doesn't like him. I feel like he'll be important later. So in the end, there's a vampire named Luke, who's maybe like the head vampire, who comes up from the Hellmouth, and he's like, hey, we got this badass vampire master in town here for the big ceremony. You can't mess up that. Um, But then she like fights him and all the vampires, and then it just to be continued. Yeah. I think Buffy might die. Yeah, she dies first episode. Spoilers. Did I miss anything? Not really. I mean, the master that's down in the basement... That's not true. Is that what they call it? <laughs> the master is down in that like cave. He's stuck there. You should call it a welcome to the basement. Yeah. <laughs> he's in the he's stuck there. He can't leave. They need blood. Well, he says the harvest is gonna set him free. Oh right. So right. he can't get out. Okay. But yeah, I think pretty much he hit all the other points. You know, Giles is her watcher. He's the one with the British accent? Yes. He's the librarian. And you haven't seen the movie, so I understand why you seem maybe a little adrift. Oh, the movie's first. The movie is first. Okay. But uh, yeah, he's like sent by some secret cabal of people to like train and watch over the the Slayers. So he's there knowing full well she's coming to prepare her for this thing. Oh, also like in the opening sequence and I guess in the show they explain that like once in a generation there's a vampire slayer. Super weird choice for Joss Whedon. He's like, guys, not everyone's seen the movie. We gotta explain everything real quick. There's like a 10 second like the chosen one once in a generation here to fight all the vampires. Now start the show. Is a vampire watcher a thing in like general vampire lore? Oh, not not all of it. It did seem like everyone knows what a watcher is, but I didn't. Well, I mean, she should know. Her mom comes in and talks to her at some point. I was wondering, does her mom know? But that's quickly answered. Her mom just thinks she was like hanging out with the wrong crowd, which I mean, she's not wrong. I think you hit the main points, uh, except you forgot Jesse. He's a super important character. Is Jesse the guy that gets bitten? Yeah. Right. Uh, he's done, right? You can't just get bitten and be fine. Yeah, you can. In fact, Buffy set that up. She said, but it, it like, I guess he wasn't dead. Yeah. Okay. She said you have to, like, swap blood and drink each other's blood in order to become a vampire. But, mm-hmm. Okay. I guess because the other guy died, I assume. You just Jesse died. is, like, really important to the show. So I'm surprised you kind of didn't even mention him at is all. Is he? Yeah. All we know is he tries to hit on women that don't seem out of his league. No, he hits on women who will later put on a lot of fake-looking makeup and bite him. All right. Um, so do you look, like this episode? Do I like this episode? Obviously, the pilot is not super strong. Yeah, how does this compare to what we're about to embark on, I mean, in it, your opinion? I mean, it seems like a low-rent version of what's going to happen in the show. But I don't blame them. I don't blame Joss. I don't blame... Mr. Whedon. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You don't know how. Uh, you know, this is pre-Avengers, you know? Uh, I don't blame them. They had a lot to set out. They're like, here's the rules. Also, here's a bunch of new characters. Also, here's setting up the whole plot for the whole show and this particular season. It was a lot to put out on a plate, and I think Joss did the best he could. Sometimes jokes felt like 
someone 10 years older than the character had written them. Oh, sure. And I don't know if that's just because it was 1997 and those things were funny then or if it really was like... Do you have an example? Um, the, the watchtower joke, like she was choosing mm-hmm. outfits and she's like, this looks like I'm a Jehovah's Witness. That right. just felt like not a teenager comment. Right. There was one other one too, specifically Buffy's line. There was a funny line though. I did laugh. Even now I laughed out loud when they were making fun of Buffy's name and they were like, Buffy, what kind of name is that? And then someone was like, oh, hi, Aphrodisia. She's like, oh, hi. That was fun. Does Aphrodisia come back? I don't know. I don't remember. If she does, it's very small. Is Buffy her real name? Yes. Does Buffy have a dad? Yeah. Interesting. Did you think she was immaculately concepted? Conceived? Concept. I thought she was immaculately concepted. That's different, guys. Yeah. It's interesting because Gilmore Girls, not to transition quite yet, but we have watched both. We're, we can talk about this. Is also a single mother and her young daughter. Yeah. In a town of vampires. No. Social vampires. Fine. Yeah. But also like kind of embarking on a new school adventure. Mm-hmm. Both have like a shadowy figure named Luke. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to see how this all shakes out. Maybe it's, these shows are more similar than we thought. Maybe that there'll be like a code that we'll find out as we watch the show that yeah. we were unaware of the first time. Well, let's see. Is there anything else about the show? So there's some of the special effects obviously don't hold up. I mean, they were like late 90s special effects, but also like UPN's best CGI's. <laughs> Like, it doesn't look great. And the makeup actually gets better as the show goes on. It looks real bad. Yeah, the vampires themselves seem, like, way over the top and cheesy. I was like, I I can't imagine tuning into this and being super interested. And I was pretty into Star Trek, which isn't so different. No, it gets a lot better, especially the vampire makeup and stuff. And even the acting. And very noticeably, the score. The first season looks like it was just done by some dude. With like, looks like it was done by some dude? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can see the score on the sides. You're like, is that a note? Wow. That's like scoring 101. You don't put the notes in yeah, the it's show. it's supposed to be sound, dude. What are you doing? <laughs> but this, honestly, the sound the, the sound sounds like it was done by some dude's keyboard. It just isn't, does not sound good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything else about that episode we want to talk about? Um... I don't think so. I mean, I think it was a a pretty good pilot as far as like setting things up and meeting the characters. I feel like pilots don't usually end on cliffhangers, but you think they maybe aired both. They probably aired both at the same time. We could look this stuff up, guys, but we don't. We want this to be fresh. We don't and we won't. The only part about this episode that I didn't particularly like, just because I think just because I've written enough now that it just seems glaring, is the part where Buffy's like, I don't know who that guy was. He was just like super attractive. Anyway, I hated him. And it's like, okay did you though or is this setting up for like i hate him oh i'm in love with him like yeah come on we saw that coming a mile away no i thought it was overall a pretty good pilot but i i do think had you not told me that it gets better i feel like the vampire scene what is this yeah i agree it gets better guys i'm on pro i'm on team buffy guys it's gonna be great all right and now for a special segment that we like to call meanwhile Charmed was another popular WB show, airing around the same time as these shows were, but it's a show that neither of us has ever seen. So we thought we would discuss that show too. Based only in the IMDb summaries. We don't want to see this show. No. Don't um, send us clips. This is a two-person couple. There's not a third person here that's like, oh, but I liked Charmed growing up. You gotta watch that. That's what we were on the lookout for. So We want someone really lame that has seen Charm. Yeah, and maybe if that person loves doing laundry, that'd be great too. That'd be helpful. Dishes. Yeah, if you love Charmed. Laundry and dishes. This won't be sexual. No. So I'll read the summary of the first episode of Charmed. Right. You ready? Meanwhile on Charmed. 
three sisters reunite after the death of their beloved grandmother and learn they have inherited much more than the family manor. Did they inherited like a disease? I think it's witchcraft. Witchcraft? Yeah. Uh, okay. Didn't say anything about witchcraft. Said three sisters reuniting. I think it's about witches. I don't think so. What do you think the show's about? I think the show's about three lovely, charming young women who come together, learn about family, each other, and also that they've all inherited a degenerative disease. Maybe they lose their vision. I don't know. They learn about each other? They're sisters. Right, but they're estranged, right? It does say they're reunited. Yeah. Why do you think they were estranged? Um, If I had to guess, and this is, again, completely a guess... I would say that they all cheated on each other's spouses with each other's spouses. Oh, wow. I don't think they're that old. I bet they're in, like, early 20s. Okay. Okay. Which in the 90s was, like, 40. Right. I actually don't know when this aired. No, and we could look it up, but we're not going to. We don't. We don't have the internet. When we're done with this podcast, we're going to burn it onto a CD and mail it to iTunes. I was working out one time at the gym when this show was on TV. It came up the TV in front of my treadmill, and I chose to look at my feet. You went to the gym once? Yep. One time, there was nothing good on there, so I didn't go back. <laughs> Bad TV <laughs> in the gym. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we got Charm figured out. I'm excited to see where that show goes. Yeah, I hope they get better. You know, I hope they use their witchcraft Charming to cure their disease. personalities right. to win their spouses we'll back. We'll see. I think it's witchcraft, but you might be right. Meanwhile, on Okay, so next, we watched the Gilmore Girls pilot, just titled Pilot. What did you think, Brian? Well, do you want me to tell you what happened? Yeah, I want you to tell me about what happened in the episode. So the episode, from what I recall from moments ago, Mm -hmm. was, uh, I'm going to get the names wrong. So Lorelai and Lorelai, um, (laughs) is that right? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, it's Lorelai and Rory, right? Uh-huh. Okay, so Lorelai is a, ca- a coffee addict, which I don't buy immediately because her teeth are pristine. Mm. And I get it if she's like, oh, I like coffee, but she's like, I'm having seven a day. But anyway, she's a big coffee addict. She's at what appears to be a hardware store, but it's now a restaurant where there's a, like a grumpy man that works there. Luke, the vampire. Luke, yes, who uh, apparently is like, rough exterior but he gets along with her they have an okay relationship she gets hit on by some dude who looks too young for her i don't really know she's not into it then her daughter shows up we don't know it's her daughter immediately oh i guess i did just because it made sense to me yeah but i guess if i hadn't seen the show before i guess if, if it's your first viewing they want you to think it's a surprise that does she not say mom i feel like she it was like such a moment when she was like this is my daughter and then he like Freaks out. Yeah, I mean, it's a moment for him. I mean, you're probably absolutely right. I just, who else is this, like, young woman meeting her if it's not her daughter? Friend. Okay, her young friend. Mm-hmm. All right, right. Um, this isn't charmed or the writing is just whatever happens, honey. <laughs> I think the point is they were setting up that they were closer in age than the mother Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, you're right. And then the mom gets up to get her coffee, uh, her daughter coffee, and then that dude is like hitting on the daughter and then Lorelai's like this is actually my daughter and he's like what huh woman has a baby baby same age close Uh." and he leaves and that's very funny and then we had this was the best intro so beautiful and then the we find out that uh, Lorelai runs or manages some sort of I keep wanting to say inn and I know that's correct but uh hotel 
She like runs a hotel, manages a hotel. It's an inn. They call it an inn. They call it, okay. So you were correct. With like a French dude who is in a bad mood, which is a bit of a stereotype for like grumpy mean French dude. Um, but whatever, he is what he is in the show. And then we get to meet the cook who is like a super clumsy klutz, but amazing chef played by none other than the woman whose name it's right there. She was in that spy movie, guys. You know, she was in Ghostbusters. We all love her. She's super funny. Mm-hmm. We have to cut all of this out because no, no. I feel terrible about not knowing her name because I think I do think she's funny. Uh, but I can't think of her name. She's great, guys. Go see her movies. Kristen Wiig? No, but she was in movies with Kristen Wiig. Kate McKinnon? No. I know those names, too, and they're also funny. Mm, it's right there. You let me know if you want me to tell you. Mm, McCarthy, something like that. It's McCarthy, McCarthy, you okay? Melissa McCarthy. That is that close? That's exactly right. So I'm wrong. Uh, Melissa McCarthy mm-hmm. is the chef, but she's... <laughs> what's wrong? I'm so proud of you for getting that, but you just. It was such a struggle. Oh, I thought you, I thought she was not the chef at all. No, like, she's no. the mechanic. You got it right. You got everything right. We got it, guys. It just looked like it hurt you to think about it. Go see her movies. Except for there was one I didn't like. I don't remember what it was. But and she's great. I love her. Go see her. But she's so physically funny on SNL. She does a lot of like slapstick pratfall stuff, which like I feel like a women in general tend to shy away from. I would say she kind of does that in this episode at least. Yeah, and I think she's so good at it and so funny. Um, none of that's important, guys. I'm so sorry. You know who else we meet at the end? The harp player. Yeah, she's the the woman from both Mad TV and from uh, Miss Maisel. We're not going to try to think of her name. For and you. her name is Swan Lady. No. She wasn't. It's Alex Borstein. Okay. She is not in any more of the show that I can recall. Oh, really? Yeah. I think she, this was a, a pilot specific. I think she was supposed to play the chef. Mm. If I remember right, but they, I don't know, she couldn't do it or for some reason, maybe she was doing Mad TV. That sounds right. So they got Melissa McCarthy, but they like still let her do this little bit. Interesting. When I saw her, I was like, oh, she's on Miss Maisel. They must have her in this show and she's great. Yeah. I think they got her in Miss Maisel because she couldn't do this show. Yeah. Well, she's great in Miss Maisel. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't know about Mad TV because I didn't like that show. Sorry, everybody. I didn't. That's fine. All right. You have shows you like. I have shows I like. So what happens after we meet everyone at the end? Okay. So then we find I don't know if we find this out right now, but we find out that Lorelai's daughter, Lorelai, got into the college, which, what is the college? Chitlin? That's not right. It's a high school. She's a sophomore. She's 16. That makes way more sense. Yeah, it's like a prep school. It's called Chilton. Okay. That's, is that like a very well-known college, that, or high school, rather, that I'm going to feel dumb? I would assume it's made up for the show. Okay, because I, I was like, be never heard of it. Because they also mentioned Harvard, which is real. It's Harvard a school? Yeah. That was a joke. Uh, Chitlin, which sounds fake. Chilton. Mm, agree to disagree. Uh, Chitlin High School is a private school that she just got into, and she's so pumped. Because if you guys don't know, and you don't, Rory is, that's Lorelai's daughter, Lorelai, we call her Rory, and so do they in the show. She is like a super nerd, like super nerd. Like she likes doing schoolwork. She's mm-hmm. excited about it. 
She reads so intently. Other kids are like goofing off in class and she's like, I got to work on this essay. She loves school. So she's excited to go to a private school and like take it more serious. She's even more excited about wearing like like the drab clothing because of how undistracting it's going to be. The uniform. Yes, sorry. Yeah, the uniform. I don't know if it's like made super clear in this episode, but a big goal of hers is to go to like Harvard specifically. They kind of mentioned Harvard. They made it clear at least that the mother wants that for her and it seems like she doesn't not want that. Mm. So going to the school I think will help her. Yes. Down the road. But here's the caveat. Turns out, very expensive. They've got to pay the money for the school right up front or her spot's going to give it away. So the mom has to do the unthinkable. She has to ask her parents for money. Now, apparently, there's a past with her parents. Um, They don't get along at all. But she gets the courage up to swallow her pride and ask her mom for money. And her mom's like, all right, you can have money, but we're going to have dinners here once a week. I won't tell them that you took money for this. And that's the deal. The parents, the mom seems like she is not a great nice lady. Maybe she's, she's not a, a great nice lady. And the dad seems just like uh, like a statue who reads newspapers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like him. He's cool. Uh, I have no opinions for him. But I feel I can definitely see the comedic potential in his character 100%. And I'm like, oh, okay. I already know the type of jokes we're going to do with you. That's interesting. But I also really liked when he handed Lorelai later a newspaper to read. <laughs> Little Lorelai. Yes. Rory. Yeah. The mother can't read, so she didn't get handed anything. It's interesting you say that because I feel like the dad's character, from what I remembered, gets a little more developed. Like, he seemed very quiet and bored. But I feel like he gets way more interesting. I'm sure he does. And I'm sure there's all kinds of things about his character that I'll be surprised by. But I can see already, like, okay, with that kind of character, you can do these types of jokes. Like, I'm sure there's going to be something he's very excited about. And it'll be uncharacteristic about how excited he is for this thing that doesn't fit his persona. Don't tell me. I want to find out in a moment. Uh, We also meet her friend, her Korean friend, who has a Korean mom who is, like, trying to set her up for who she might marry Mm -hmm. and is, like, very against a lot of American things, like women telling jokes and being funny because apparently men don't like that. She wouldn't like me. Yeah. She wouldn't like me? She says that... She wouldn't like Melissa McCartney, McCarthy, who's so funny. Rory also doesn't play sports. She, like, literally sits them out in gym. She doesn't get dressed for them, but she did get dressed because she was so excited about going to her private school. She's so set on this private school. She's so excited. Her mom and her are in sync until what happens? She has a meet-cute with the tallest boy I've ever seen in my life. Super tall. Super tall. Supernatural. Supernatural. Is he in the show? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it makes sense. So anyway, she, like, falls for this guy and... We have a meet cute between them. And then maybe she doesn't want to go to private school because she wants to hang out with this boy. But now we find out that Lorelai got pregnant when she was young. And that's why she doesn't get along with her parents because they thought it was a mistake for her not to marry Rory's father. That comes out at the dinner party. Yes. Very cold, hateful sort of dinner party. I'm sorry, guys. This is coming a little bit out of chronological order, and I apologize. That's okay. They didn't necessarily just watch the episode. They go to the dinner. There's tension. Rory doesn't want to go to the school. The mother is being rude. The dad says something that Lorelai takes the wrong way. So she goes to wash dishes in despair. And that's when we find, that's when Rory finds out that she took the money for her. Yeah. And didn't tell anyone. Because Lorelai and her mom have like a big fight in the kitchen. And yeah. Rory overhears it. And Grandpa falls asleep. And Lorelai is upset that Rory is going to quote unquote like throw her life away for a boy like she did. Mm. So at the end of the episode, they make up because of that fight, I think. And she takes her out for coffee. It's like, what, 9, 10 at night? It, it must like. be. Because they ate at 7. They got there at 7. 
Right. And it's a 30-minute drive. So we spent at least an hour driving. We know it's a 30-minute drive? Yeah, they said that. She timed it. It's at least a 25-minute drive. Just a 30-minute drive, no traffic. To the... I thought she only mentioned that... You're probably right. To Hartford, which is where the parents live and the school is. Right. And then the mom was like, it's like five minutes from here, so... The school is five minutes from the parents. Right. So maybe it's 25 minutes to the parents' house is what I was thinking. You could be right. We're spending 50 minutes driving. We probably spent at least two hours at the grandparents' house. If you guys could send us, like, a map... Of Hartford, greater metropolis. And wherever Chill Chillbillies is, let us know. Chillbillies is a chicken restaurant. That's where Lorelai gets her daughter a job. (laughs) (laughs) If you haven't seen the episodes, some of this is not real. There's no vampires in Gilmore Girls. (laughs) Okay, so back on track. Then we go back to Luke's, and he's like dressed up because he went to the bank. And Lorelai's all like, oh, look at him. He's looking hot. But it's like, is he though? I think he looked better before. Yeah. Like, I'm not judging anybody or what they look like, but they're definitely trying to set up like, oh, he's attractive right now. But like, he's not that attractive. Were you threatened? Yes. Do you have any predictions for what'll happen? She's definitely going to hook up with that dude, Luke. That's going to happen. I don't know if they're going to end up together, but they're definitely going to have a relationship. Interesting. You didn't ask me if I had any predictions for Buffy, but I honestly don't know what's going to happen. It seems like they can only kill vampires for so long. There's only like maybe 10 of them at the end. Is another Hellmouth going to open? Yeah, it's a new Hellmouth every week. (sighs) They have to keep traveling. Some of that's not real. Anyway, Gilmore Girls, did you like the episode? Yeah, I thought it was fine. I mean, it was in the same way that Buffy was like, guys, here's a lot of exposition told as eloquently as we can. Same problem, right? It's like, here's a lot that's going on. Here's my, here's all these characters' deals. But I still feel like it was done in a pretty good, pretty good way. I'm still pretty, I thought it was pretty good. I'm engaged. I'm interested. I want to know a little bit more about Rory because her being like an ultra nerd isn't like, oh, that's gross to me. It's just like, I want to know more about you emotionally right now than just that. Like, all I know is that you're super into this and that you have an interesting relationship with your mother. That's all I know. Yeah, I hear that. And so, again, first episode, we're going to find out. Right. So I'm excited to learn more about their relationship. I'm glad you kind of liked it because I was watching the whole time thinking, this isn't really what the show is. I feel like it gets so much funnier and so much of the show is like the people in the town and we haven't even met a lot of them yet. Absolutely. They have to set everything up. Yeah. They, They just don't have the luxury of like spare lines of dialogue to put a joke in. Okay. Well, I'm glad you weren't turned off because I I was like, ooh, this isn't the good Gilmore Girls. When does Buffy get good? What is like Season two. Season two. Season one gets better as it goes. But like season two, honestly, it's like they just hit their stride. Like immediately. For Gilmore Girls, I think it's probably like three or four, five maybe, if I can remember. It's been a while since I watched it. I want to reiterate that there are definitely episodes in season one that are very good. I can think of like two right now that I'm like, particularly like the final, uh, the final is how we say finale when you forget to put a letter on it. Mm -hmm. The finale and then one of the other episodes is pretty good. Same awful score, but pretty good. We should mention that Buffy season one is a half season. Yeah. So we're going to do some of these episodes, one of each, but then we're going to eventually get to a point where we got to do two Gilmore Girls for one Buffy, just for season one. And then once we get to season two, they have the same amount of episodes for seasons two through seven. Both episodes tonight had a meet cute. Both episodes had an awkward high school meet cute where one of the characters just like can't figure out words to say. Mm-hmm. Where they're like, uh, but uh, do you like food? Do you know where the cakes are? It's like, oh, they, did you write the same guy come in and write these scenes? They're both about a 16 year old girl. It's yeah. very interesting. Yeah. We're about to follow them on their journeys. And both of them had that like gross 
late 90s, early 2000s hair on the men that like parted in the middle thing. Oh, sure. I thought the women's hair all looked great. Buffy's hair was, I would say, iconic. I feel like I wanted to emulate Buffy's hair. It changes pretty dramatically, pretty quickly, I think. Oh, bald? She goes bald for the rest of the season. Which episode did you think was better? Which did you enjoy more? It's hard to say. Uh, If I'm being honest, probably Gilmore Girls. Just because it doesn't have all this baggage of lore on top of history. Mm -hmm. Whereas Buffy's like, we got the characters. What's their deal? What's their history? Also, here's the deal with vampires. Whereas Gilmore Girls was more like, here's the people's deal, and like we'll talk about what's going on a little bit, but it's in the present. That's interesting. I would almost say I like Buffy more, but I think just because of what I said, I didn't think that was a very good episode of Gilmore Girls. Like There were so many moments where I'm like, this is boring. This isn't funny. I don't like that joke. Mm-hmm. Where there are parts in Buffy, I was like, eh, I don't like that. But I was more intrigued by it. Well, I'm glad to hear that, because Buffy's... Freaking awesome. This is going great so far. So far. So we we agree that each other's show was better this time. Yeah. And I'm sure we'll disagree in the future. Maybe. And I think we can both agree that both pilots had things that were not amazing, but I think we can explain them away for budget, timing, and And we can agree era. that Charmed will be about witches. Mm, I don't think it's about witches. Why would they have a show about witches and a show about vampires? And then later a show about supernatural stuff. It's too much. It's not about witches. I don't know what it's about, but it's not witches. We'll keep reading the IMDb things, and I'm, I'm pretty sure I'll be right. All right. Well, I think that's all for now. You guys can follow us on social media at Gilmore Slayer on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Also, you can follow us at Brian and Stacy. That's Brian, B-R-Y-A-N, and Stacy with an E-Y. All one word, Brian and Stacy. Uh, for all kinds of content, we do like movie reviews. Sometimes we'll put sketches up. Right now, we've been doing a lot of stuff for my show Sketch Cram. Yeah, UCB, the theater is closed, but Stacy and I are still writing and directing stuff. Also, if you want me to come to your college and do stand-up, well, hopefully those are things that are still happening when this comes out. So yeah. feel free to hire me to do that. You can go to brianmorriscomedy.com. If you want to watch along with us, next week we'll be watching Season 1, Episode 2 of both of these shows. Gilmore Girls is the Lorelai's first day at Chilton, and Buffy's is The Harvest, which they've mentioned. I'm excited about this journey. I'm excited as well. Maybe we'll watch the next one right now. Yeah. I'm going to write Melissa McCartney an apology letter. I'm glad, because it was going to go to the wrong woman. It would have gone to Paul McCartney's wife. She wouldn't have been upset. Is she alive? We shouldn't keep doing this. (laughs) gotta go before we say too much thank you for so much for listening to our show we hope to see you next time we'll hear you hear you we won't know if you're there but we hope if we see you then we know that the score guy is doing it wrong goodbye bye